Alright everybody, my name is Ashley, if you don't know who I am, I, uh, I'm the Intermediates team leader. I, uh, I'm also, I'm a very friendly guy and I like to have fun, but tonight we are, we're going to make God famous if that's okay. So uh, first and foremost, if you are a visitor, if this is your first, second, third, or if you've forgotten that this is your home, please, uh, please feel free to see the people in the green shirts down the back. They have white packs there. They have some information cards that, that I can't promise is a coffee card on there for the, uh, the morning gathering. So please, please, please see them because we'd love to know who you are so we can connect you into our family. A, uh, a, another one, a, uh, that's right, girls stay out. Let's, let's get to the serious business. Let's get to the, now, my, Pastor Ray stretched the age limit this morning. So I'm going to continue that stretched age limit. And it's 13 to 130. We're not stopping at 113. We're going 130. So if you're a young lady who is 13 or up to 130 and still believe you're a young lady, please register for Girls Day Out. Today is your last day. If, uh, and I promise you, it's life-changing. There's, it's, there's everything. I, I, I have been to one, but it was rather embarrassing when I was there. Um, there we go. Yeah, memories have been sparked, but you know, I can say personally that my wife has been to these and I know that what, uh, what happens when you go in, you, when you leave Girls Day Out, you honestly feel like royalty, feel valued and realize your true potential as a princess. You know, and that's what we want you to feel. So please, 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 young ladies, register, boyfriends, young married couples, husbands, register your wives. I can see you. And uh, so, yeah, I really encourage you to do that. So tonight, today is your last day. Now, if you do, turn your, turn your eyes to the screen. We have got an awesome mission video done by Elska from K in Belgium. Thank you. 
on. So that's, that's one of our missionaries. That's Kay. She's up in Belgium. Follow her on Facebook. Send her an encouraging message. Maybe a bit of Tereo Māori just to let her know that we miss her. A little bit of New Zealand love. Now, I didn't forget this, but I was waiting for a certain person to come. He told me it was going to be late. And I know he celebrates a birthday with me on the same day. And I'm like, I'm not, he hates, he absolutely hates coming down here. So if you have celebrated a birthday or wedding anniversary, Zach Clark, come on down to the front. Let us, let's bless you. And Grant, come on. It's today. I heard there's a rumor floating around that it's 21 times 2. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. And you, sir, birthday? Wedding is how many years? Nine. Wow. That's impressive. Brilliant. I'll take some M&Ms. Don't eat them, but I'll throw them at someone. So, church, if you want to... Oh, is it up there, maybe? There it is. Cool. So let's, uh, let's stand quickly, church, and pray this over, over these birthday celebrations and wedding anniversaries. So. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity, and protection. Oh, purpose and protection over in this year. Activate your love and get this through each. Just, no, amen. I, I, oh, come on. Come on Who put purpose in there? Oh, I, uh, on a Sunday morning, I'm with the kids, so that's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. Awesome. So we have the amazing. The absolutely incredible, and there's, there's lots of other ways to describe him. Um, also good-looking is one of them. Owen Matiti, he's going to come share about prayer and share a bit of a testimony um, around why you should attend prayer on a Tuesday. Oh, come on. That's good. That's good, Owen. Yes. Calvin thought we were talking about him. Sorry, bro. I'll take that. Um, prayer night. Put your hand up if you've ever been to prayer night. Put your other hand up if you know when prayer night is. Snap. Um, prayer night. Why do I go to prayer night? See that P word on the wall? Purposed. That's why I go purposed. Because this is my home. This is my marae, if you will. Um, it's the Father's house. I'm the Father's son. And I'm purposed about gathering together with the family. When the family gets together, it's powerful, eh? So that's why I go. Um, so obviously, um, there's more than me that meets the eye. Um, I'm married to the beautiful Linda. We've got three young hey, kids. Come on. Um, and just a, so a little bit of a plug for you guys or, or message for us um, married uh, folks. Send your, send your wife along on the week that you can't make it. So Linda and I come along. I come on once every two weeks. Linda comes on the other week. So I just love um, coming in. I always... And I, I loved seeing the, uh, the look on my uh, wife's face when she comes home after prayer night. She can leave. Maybe she's a little bit moody, moody when she leaves. Maybe. Nonsense. Nonsense. Um, but when she comes back, she's like, she's seriously beaming. And um, I feel the same. I leave this place. Um, and having encountered the, the Spirit of God in this house, um, it just changes you, eh? It really does, man. If you're uh, wanting to step up your Christian life this year, Purposed. Come along to prayer night. It's awesome. Awesome on. How about we all stand for uh, for some worship?
Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your
Thank you, Lord, that we can freely stand here in your presence. Thank you that you're with us wherever we go. Thank you that it's so easy, so easy for us just to connect with you once we seek you. Thank you, Lord.
just sing that tonight. Let's believe it. Let's believe what we're singing right now because we're declaring to a God who is a God of miracles. A God that if we read about, like, like we sing, He made deaf people hear. He made blind people see. Come on. Tonight, church, if that's, if that's your cry, if you need a miracle, give it to God. Don't wear it on your shoulders. Don't. It's not yours to own. God wants to be the miracle. He wants to bring it to you tonight. He's only got to ask your, answer your prayer if you ask Him to. He's going to meet you where you're at. 
is a central theme of purpose. Um, and I strongly believe that if, if we aren't purpose, not because it's on our walls, but if we aren't as, as Christians, as believers in God, if we aren't purpose, we, we need to align ourselves better. Because we need to be purposed. We need to be, we need to be out there doing what God was doing. Come on. So have a seat, guys. Get comfy. Come on. We've got an incredible band, eh? Patrick, Patrick declared uh, in, in staff meeting, he told us that our band is up there with Hillsong, but I believe we're, we're better. Come on. And, that, and that's not getting brownie points. That's all truth. So, uh, yeah, as I said, we have got triple seven tonight. I was privileged enough to be part of the first one, myself, Nicole, and Owen. Um, and I can tell you, one out of three of us loved it. Um, that was me. But I, it's such an awesome opportunity to hear seven people with an incredible gift for God share an a awesome message about purpose. And uh, we've, we've just got two small, two small noises to get used to tonight. And that's uh, because it is seven minutes, no longer. We've got the wonderful Pete, who's, uh, we, we practiced this as well. And uh, it wasn't nice when the noises were, were pressuring me, but it's better when you get to give the noises to other people. So we have two noises that we got. And uh, so the first one, when you have one minute left, Pete, can you give us the one minute warning noise? <laughs> come on, come on. If that doesn't startle you and throw you off when you have a minute left, I don't know. But, and then as you get to seven minutes, to let you know that you've hit your seven minutes, we've got this wonderful noise. <coughs> Woo! Come on, that's a party starter right there. Cool. So let's get straight into it. Let's not waste any time. We've got our brother, the, uh, the ones dubbed from Trevor Wilson, the, the prophet from Bethel. It's Ara Martinian. Sheesh, big shoes to fill, eh? Being called the prophet from Bethel. I'd like to think I'm from New Zealand. Um, if we can all just agree, worry about that. Um, yo. Uh, what, a, what a privilege it is to share with you guys today. I thought I might as well share like a little bit of who I am, just so you're not hearing from a stranger. Um, I study music at Vision College. I'm doing a songwriting major. Um, I love surfing. Um, I love a bit of longboarding as well. And um, this has been my home church probably since about 2005, I think. So, yeah, I love this place, you know. Um, I just felt a little bit challenged by God to switch up a few of the things I'm saying. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, what I wanted to share with you guys is that, like, talking on purpose is not something that I would say that um, is easy for me because I've struggled with it so much. I've never, I've had a lot of years of being like, what the heck do I do with myself? And like throughout my high school years was a particularly hard time because um, I was doing, you know, English, math, science, computers, PE, and it was just a broad kind of like, I'll just do everything and then hopefully one of those things I'll use. But I didn't do music, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of skipped out on that one. But um, for me, it was a real hard time because I was trying to figure out what the heck do I do with myself. And I was waking up in the morning being like, I don't even know if I'm going to use this stuff. Like, I suck at English, and I, why am I doing it? Like, I'm the worst speller. I've got terrible grammar, but I was sticking at these things, and I was just, oh, I just had no motivation. And um, I was just struggling to see any significance in it, you know? 
it just it just kind of it felt like a bit of a desert for me. I was just walking around in circles, just being like, "What what am I doing?" But I guess within that, God was teaching me something. And um, whether or not I saw it at the time, um, and you know, I was really frustrated. But um, I think it was looking back on it, I'm glad. And part of that is because I started to, you know, get a better sense of what purpose is. And I I think that at a base level, purpose is has got a lot less to do with what we're doing than what we think. So the way that I would explain is that I believe that true purpose starts with a relationship with God and is less about the works of our hands. You know, it's less about what we're doing. It's less about where we're going. And, you know, it's more about that relationship with God. And kind of a word that God gave me early on is he said that, um, he said to me, he said, Aram, I'm more worried about how you're doing than what you're doing. And it, and it just switched my focus, you know. Even though I was like going through life being like, okay, I have no idea what I'm going to do with myself. But I still had a sense of, you know, significance in the fact that I had a relationship with God and I knew that I could trust him in that, that I was going to do something, you know. Um, yeah, part of the, the hardest thing for me about trying to find my purpose is that um, music is something that I'm very passionate about and I have been for a long time, but there was a huge amount of fear that was blocking me. And that was, that was like, you know, throughout high school I played sport and no one, I, wouldn't get, I wouldn't sing in front of my best friends. If my mum and dad were in the room, I wouldn't sing. That was just my biggest fear. Singing in front of people was like, no go, don't do that. And um, so for me, I think God, first of all, had to get me into a relationship with him, had to begin to build me up as a person, let me know who I was before I was even able to cross into that path of being like, you know, if God told me back then I want you to sing in front of people, I would have just been like, nah. No, not doing it. It's not, it's not okay. And um, there was just too much insecurity and stuff. And I think that, um, yeah, a lot of us, we're, we're trying to find our, our purpose. And sometimes the only things we're looking at is what we're good at. You know, what am I confident at? What can I see myself doing? But if I looked at, like, those things back then, none of them would have been a part of it. I wasn't, I wasn't a good singer. I couldn't even play a guitar. I wasn't taking music lessons. Um, you know, it's it's... I think that when we're looking at our purpose, there's a lot more to it than just, what am I good at? I think there's a lot of people in this room, you're passionate about things that you won't do because you're scared, right? There's, there's heaps of us here. I bet you, you'll, you'll have something you're like, man, if I could do anything, I'd do that. But there's this fear in the way. And that's why I say your purpose starts with a relationship with God. Because he builds you up. He shows you who you are. You know, that's, that's where we start. That's where it all starts. And then you'll be that person that people are like, man, I can't believe you're doing that. You're just so confident. And you'll be like, yeah, well, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's a reason why in uh, Matthew 22, uh, verse 37, let me just turn to it. Um, Jesus, uh, you know, the, the Pharisees are asking God and uh, asking Jesus. I guess he's kind of God, eh? Um, you know, they, they say, um, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. You know, that is the first and greatest commandment. And I think that's where we should start. You know, you want to know what your purpose to do? It's to love the Lord your God with all your heart. And other things will just flow in after that, you know? Like everything else kind of just comes along. I mean, we're talking about reaching the lost. Well, if you're hanging out with God, I don't see how you can't pick up a love for God. If you're around Him, you become like Him, and that's that's like I think that's nuts and bolts of of like yeah our purpose, you know.
Mm. So I want to I want to encourage you guys. I want you to I want you to dream. I want that to be part of who we are. You've got things in your heart that you want to do, and I don't think there should be anything that stops you in that. And so I want you to ask the Lord, what is it? You know. And I think that maybe sometimes we're actually we're already doing the things that we feel purposed in. You know, and I want you to bring it back to the nuts and bolts and be like, okay, am I basing my purpose out of, you know, my love with my love with God, you know, relationship with God? Because at any moment, there's that scary thing of we could lose that, right? We could lose our job, we could lose our studies, we could fail, you know, whatever. It's, and then it comes back to God, you know. If if I was, I believe that if I started music that to begin with, and God was like, I want you to do this, I believe I would have made it my God in a sense. So. I'm really stoked that God has allowed me to, first of all, be in relationship with Him. And second of all, you know, use music as a way to, to be, my, be my outlet, as a, in, in a sense. So, yeah. Man, is that, is that not seven minutes? <laughs> that was incredible. That was, that was absolutely incredible. Come on. You've set the bar high. Now, um, we are up next, we have a, uh, a lovely girl from Fiji. Um, really. So, no, she, she's not from Fiji, but she has uh, Fijian family relatives. Um, so, Ashley Kolika, come on. Thanks, Ashley. Now I have to explain myself because I, I don't look brown. <laughs> but um, Michaela, who is brown, she's the same in brown, but I just got it inside me, which, if that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just let me unwrap this paper. Ugh. Okay, so I'm Ashley, if you haven't met me. Um, most of you have, I think. Um, and my message is pretty similar to arms is that um but from the different angle where i had probably yeah anyway i'll just start i'll just start and then we'll see see what happens yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh tonight i thought i'd share a little bit about how i also struggle with the concept of vision and um and purpose and more yeah i just hope this encourages you guys because it's yeah so a little about me a a little bit about me is that I grew up in church. My parents pastor in Tiaraha, and so I went to every conference as a young fella. I heard every speaker talk about vision and went to like every every altar call hoping that I'll catch my vision and like hoping that I'd have like a divine encounter with God and it'll open my eyes and I'll see the future and see my calling. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but hopefully, <laughs> maybe this will be the service where it happens. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> so pray for me, no, <laughs> um, so instead, over the last few years, God has challenged me with the thought that, um, my purpose and our purpose isn't a destination, um, so similar to arms, it's not, like, things we do as such, it's not, um, a fixed point in time where you, you reach and like, oh, I fulfilled my purpose, because if that happens, then after, it's like, oh, what do we do now? Might as well leave. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. And so it, it can't be, it can't be. 
something that we do almost. It just can't be. It has to be bigger than that. So what I did is that because I'm not very good at catching purpose and vision, I made a list of what it isn't. Because then, yeah. <laughs> so our purpose is not our vocation. It's not what we get paid for. It's not the job that we have or our career choice. It's not our grades that we get. It's not um, whether we become a pastor or a leader in a church or a different facility or whatever. It's not um, whether we happen to get married and have a couple of kids either. It's, it has to be bigger than that because those things can change. So it has to be bigger. So I was pondering this and um, God showed me that as I was holding this this concept of vision and purpose so high and so dear to me and just struggling to figure out what it was for me, I was missing all of the moments that God had placed in my life at the time, if that makes sense. So I was looking so hard that I missed the now and I missed God in the now. Um, <laughs> so my verse for today is Psalms 34, 4 to 5, and bear with me. <laughs> and it says... Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, at best each of us is but a breath. And I don't mean to sound morbid, but it is true. It is, it is true. Like You start off young and you're like, oh, I've got so much time. School's not ending when it should be ending. And then you get to... 22, which is where I am, and you're like, oh, where did the life go? And then you, you get short, older, which I'm sure I'll feel, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just seeing it coming. I'm just seeing it coming. Um, <laughs> quiet in the cheap seats. Oi. Um, <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say is we can be so focused on our purpose or fulfilling our purpose that we miss God um, inviting us to engage with him every day. Um, and I believe that God has purposed every moment in our lives to bring glory to him and to love others. Um, sometimes we need reminding of how brief our lives are, that each moment is a gift and an opportunity to live on purpose. Um, because God God is a God of the here and now just as much as he, as he is a God of the future and our dreams and our hopes. He's a God of a now as well. Um, so I guess what I'm saying in a nutshell, because I don't think I'll quite reach seven minutes, is if, is if you're anything like me and you haven't quite figured out your purpose or your big grand calling, um, know that God has purposed you for each moment that he's called all of us to go and make disciples, to love and encourage and lift up those around us, not just our church family as well, but in every moment, outside of Sundays and in Sundays and stuff, to live a life worthy of the calling, to be a light in our workplaces, our homes and amongst our friends. And whether we have any sense of a big calling or not, God has designed each moment as an opportunity, opportunity to either partner with him or not. So I encourage you to live on purpose, with purpose as well. Yo. Right, new record set there. Um, so now, well, well, just want to say it also takes one Ashley to insult the uh, 
not younger generation anymore. It wasn't my turn this week. So well done, Ashley. Um, but the next person we have up is interning at the church this year. Um, she's, also buying some, she's also buying some brownie points by doing her triple seven in an activate shirt. So take notes. Here we go, Jordan. Okay, I apologize in advance if I talk really fast because I'm really nervous. Okay, um, so I believe God's aiming us more at youth than, you know, the elders of the church. <laughs> so um, I'll just start with what happened to me and why God's reminded this, what reminded me of this and why it's for tonight. So um, um, let me just start with saying that Everyone had a purpose before anyone had an opinion. During my last three years of school, I'd take my speaker against my parents' will um, and blast my music as loud as I could at school. Um, I also never spoke of being a Christian because I was ashamed, um, which is like a slap to God's face. Um, when someone would ask me if I went to church because they were somehow found out, and it's usually by my sister, um, <laughs> I would say I'm a rebel Christian. And when they'd ask me, do I go to church? I'd say, yeah, because my parents dragged me along. Um, and then also came to youth. They'd ask me if I go to youth, and I'd say, yeah. Um, I don't call it youth. I call it hanging with the bros. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really didn't embrace the whole Christian thing in school. Um, and be with me because it's the first time I'm talking about it. Um, when it came to my music, I'd play stupid songs about the stupidest things, and 90% of the time it was never uplifting. Um, I was conforming to the worldly images, and I only played music that would people would approve of, so some pretty stupid things. Um, I was trying to be cool, and I was always that one Pākehā girl that hung out with the Islanders, the Māldis, the Rebels, a mixture of everyone here and there, and I never really had my spot. And I guess that was for a reason. And I didn't realize it until recently. God had put me in all of those situations to be a different type of person. But I didn't embrace it like I should have. Um, I'd sit at the back of the bus, right in the middle, the very last row, and I would run the bus. Everyone would know me as the queen of the bus. I would have my speaker sitting on the rails at the top so everyone could hear my music, whether you liked it or not. If you didn't like it, you'd bring your headphones. People would look up to me, but I didn't know what for. I mean, I didn't have a reason for them to look up to me. So one day, God asked me while I was on the bus, why don't I play praise and worship music? I said, because I don't want to be the weirdo, and I wanted to fit in. <laughs> then he asked me, okay, well, why don't you play music that's uplifting? You know, music by Christian artists. So I thought for too long, you know, when you start thinking for too long, you start saying No. So I did say no, and as usual, God took it into his own hands. I thought for too long, and yeah, so he took it into his own hands. And while blasting the music on my bus, while I was in deep thought, he decided to put on a song by, by NF, who's a Christian rapper, and it was about Oh Lord. The song was literally about what I was doing for the last three years, was looking away from God, and when I needed him, I'd call out to him. Um... 
And to my surprise, when I noticed it was playing, I looked around and started panicking, thinking people were going to turn around and start mocking me. But no one did. And so this sense of peace flushed over me. Um, Then the next day, God decided to take it a bit deeper. I was playing on my music at school for the whole school to hear, and a song by Tadashi and Blanka came on, and it's not backing down. So, I mean, it would fit in with Morrisville College rap, a bit of dubstep, but it also had a good message behind it about not backing down to worldly things. Um, and so then while I was hanging with my mates, and it was the Maldives at the time, um, the Kawahaka leader was like, hey, Jordan, what's this? And so I was like, oh, it's this song. And so she downloaded it, started playing it, and then it's a domino effect. And by the end of the week, almost everyone at school knew it. Um, they were all singing it when it was played, um, and people were asking me, hey, where'd you get the song? And I was like, mm-hmm, because I was still kind of shy. <laughs> and so, and so um, one day I built up the courage in tourism to talk to that Kapahaka leader, Mirai, and she was like, hey, do you want such a good song? And I was like, yeah, no, do you know it's a Christian song too? And she, she let out the biggest belly laugh ever. And then I was kind of like, what's she going to do? she going to hit me or what? And so... She was, she's had a straight face on it, and she was, hey, you're serious? And I was like, yeah. And so um, she was like, but it's so good. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so, I mean, that, that, that's who God is. He's an awesome God with awesome music. And um, until the other night when I was talking to Dad in the car about this, that's when it hit me. It's, it's not until you accept who you are that you find your purpose. And your purpose is in God. Um, so I'll just find where I was. <laughs> um, you see, sometimes we lose our focus on our purposes because we let worldly opinions and things about the world consume us. Fitting in was more important to me than being, out, being the person who I was in God. We throw out who we are in God to be one of the world, but we aren't. We're not supposed to be the same, and I'd go home and have a fat cry some nights because God never had a purpose for me, apparently. Um, but the truth is, I always had, and I always will have a purpose. And there's always one main purpose, and that's to show God's love to everyone, anywhere, at any time. Um, so wherever we never be like Jesus. Um, Jesus doesn't mock, joke, swear, or ridicule at people. He also doesn't play inappropriate music, and he also doesn't play for the whole school to hear, and he also doesn't talk back to his teachers. And that was everything that I was doing, and it's not what you should be doing because I'm a daughter of God, and that's not how daughters of God act. Um, he loves everyone, no matter who they are and what they do, and that's their purpose, and I was throwing it away. Once you accept who you are, you will receive your purpose, and you can't step into it without God. Wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person God created you to be. Um, you see, until you accept Christ you begin and begin walking with him, life feels empty and purposeless. But when you do, your spirit will bubble with joy, and you'll feel purposed. You never lose your purpose, but when... It may feel like it sometimes. You'll feel really empty and ugh. But, I mean, when you look to God, you find it again. <laughs> um, like it says in Romans 12, 1 to 2, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, 
to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. When you will, then you will be able to rest and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So from now on, I don't live to please other people or myself. I live to please God. And it wasn't until I decided that that I received the massive calling that was on my life that both me and Jay got the other day. And that's how big it is. It's you, you, everyone has a purpose, but everyone has a special calling as well. And you don't find that until you step and accept God with your whole heart. So I'm going to leave with one little sarcastic quote that my dad taught me one day on the bike at the back of the farm while I was being bullied <laughs> by people that were acting like me. If you think you're being cool or you're trying to act cool, you're actually being a fool. Come on, that was awesome. Why don't we clap a little bit louder for all three of us speakers tonight? Because that was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, that was, now I actually feel encouraged. You know, you get three different messages about purpose and you now, you can go, ah, so that's what it is. So, you know, I, I, I pray tonight that you guys, like I said, align yourselves. You know, like Aaron spoke about getting into a relationship with God. Ash touched on the same thing and then Jordan spoke about how she did a 180. And I believe tonight, that there's an opportunity for, for us to do a 180. So I'm going to ask you guys, just, just in a moment, just to bow your heads and close your eyes and give space to the person next to you. In fact, this very moment, don't even worry who's, who's anywhere near you. Because right now could be the most important moment of your life. Right now, things could change for you. See, for me, when I did this, it was years ago, and, and it was an opportunity like this. Heart was racing. I stuck my hand up, and I, I, I didn't know why until I, someone tapped me, tapped me on the shoulder afterwards and told me what I had done. Best decision I ever made. And you heard tonight that you can change. You can do a 180. And all it takes is a small moment. So tonight, I'm asking you guys to be brave, to get into a relationship with Jesus. So I'm going to ask you if, if that's what you want to do. If you want to know about this Jesus we speak about, this Jesus we ask to be in a relationship with, I'm going to ask you just to pop up your hand. Don't worry about who's sitting next to you, who's around, like this moment is for you and God. So just, just on the count of three, I'm going to ask you, just lift your hand up real quick. That's it. It's just me looking around. And we, we, we just want to set you on the right path, get you into a relationship with Jesus. One, two, three.
Cool, that's cool, guys. I'm not going to hang that one for too long. I'm just, know what if, if that's you, please come and see one of our team, prayer team afterwards. We'd love to get to know you. We'd love to pray with you. But church, I, uh, I'm going to leave you with a few things tonight before we go. Um, firstly, we have a take-home question that we encourage you to engage with your families. Um, and we are, in, in the kids' church, we're touching on the topic of superheroes and the youth. We're busy. We're heading at home um, with superheroes. And we, uh, the, the question we'd like you to discuss with your families is, do superheroes in the Bible ever make a mistake? Come on. That, that's a big one because I'm going to let you in on a little cheat sheet here. They're humans as well, except for one. Oh, oh, spanner in the works there. Now you're going to have to go read in the Bible who that one is. You're welcome. Cool. So guys, just a few things before we go. Once again, if you are a visitor, we would really, really, really love to know who you are. So the team down in the green shirts at the back there, led by the lovely Miss Jordan, have got some green, uh, some green shirts on, but white packs that we'd uh, love to get your information out of. I've got green on the brain. Um, we also, church, we're, um, and if you're new to church, please let this one fly over your head. But church, we're a purpose church uh, about with our giving as well. So if you, are, if you go out of that door, that door, it's on your left-hand side. We have numbers of ways to pay. We've got, we've got a push pay, push pay app. Push pay app. I do a lot of online shopping. We've got a push pay app. We've got the FPOS machines out there. We've got cash. Whatever you want to do, church, please be purpose with your giving. And uh, I was whispered, something was whispered in my ear that this morning when the invite for prayer down the front uh, was given, the wonderful, we'll, we'll keep her name a little bit of a secret, but most of us know her as Mama. Um, she came down to the front here. She had a sore back, but she left in good health. She left with no back pains at all. So church, if you need prayer for anything right now, if that's, if that's you, as, uh, as the band takes us on a, on a bit of a journey, I'm thinking because I was in a good mood when we started, we're going to leave in a good mood still. So we're going we're gonna to do a praise song, but church, if, uh, if after the praise song, if that's you and you really, 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 really want to get rid of whatever's bugging you and you want that miracle, come down to the front. Because I can guarantee, man, this is, this is the spot. This is, this is where it happens. And also, oh, we don't have to pick your kids up, so don't worry about that. If you have left your kids up back there, we do need to have a talk, though, because... There's no one back there, and it's awkward now. But yeah, if uh, before I go, guys, if you're in youth, please see myself or Nicole. We're going to Macca's after this. And if you're in young adults, Peter has informed me that you're going to Ashley Collicut's place for a party. Young adults is specified to 18 to 30. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I, I tried, but they wouldn't budge. They wouldn't budge. So yeah, guys, have a great week, and uh, bless your heaps. Awesome, let's stand and praise one more time.